many, many promises are in hope, and, and we need to have established altars to get what God needs, what is the result of God. We serve a God that is plenteous with blessings, but we don't know how to access God to get what is promised to us. The men of the Bible, it was many in the word of the Lord that, that walked, that understood the altar, Noah, Genesis 8, 20 through 22. Then verse 20, Genesis 8, verse 20, and it reads, And Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. He knew what, what is the burnt offering? Is an offering of cleansing you of your sins. It's simply setting aside where God cleansed me of these habits. You think God does not know that humans are trifling? You don't know that he don't know that you are carrying the sins of your fathers, attitude, bias, arrogance, pride. You have to realize what's in you and create an altar to say, God, I bring this attitude to you because I don't want to hate nobody. I need this out of me. But if you, are, if you don't understand the order and the arrangement of the altar, you will think you're okay. You will discern everybody else but yourself. You say everybody demon but your own demons. You say everyone's flaws but your own flaw, but you have to build an altar and bring a burnt offering to God. If it was not necessary, why would God allow bulls and goats and lambs to be killed on behalf of the sins of the people? Why would God allow the priests to be able to cleanse themselves before he can go in and cleanse the people? So why are you looking at your neighbor as though you don't have no sin? When if you know you have sin, the Bible says we all have sin and fallen short. But I'm giving you the arrangements of the altar where you know how to access God because you coming in church as though I'm going to put a yoke on you. No, baby, come to the altar and talk to God. Say, God, forgive me of what I've done over the weekend. Forgive me of robbing you of tithing, giving, and, and forsaking the assembly of myself in the house of God. You must prepare yourself before you come to access a God who knows everything, a God who gave us everything that we need. Noah built an altar for God. He built an altar. He built an altar. And it says, verse 22, verse 21, and the Lord smelled a sweetened aroma. Get it? You see it? He smelled the aroma from a person who put on the altar. Then the Lord said in his heart, then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat and winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. God recognized the man, imperfection of man, but yet he speaks from a man's altar. If God will speak to you because you've established an altar for God, what is fasting without an established altar? Fasting is an element on the altar because you want the altar to speak. Fasting about a relationship because the altar must speak concerning everything that you do. Y'all don't like that tonight. It's okay. The altar must speak. is the power of the altar. God will speak. Abraham, Genesis 12, verse 7 to 8. Thank you. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, 
to, to your descendants, I will give this land. And there, and there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved from there a, to the mountain east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel and, and on the west and on the east. And he built an altar and called the name and called on the name of the Lord. He built an altar and called on the name of the Lord. How are you trying to pray and you have not built an altar? How are you going to get to God? You have not built an altar. You have not laid nothing on the altar. But you come as though God owed you something. No, you cannot get to a living God who is high and lofty. He will put systems in place and he will show up in the altar. He will show up on your on the mercy seat. He will show up in your desperate situation. Come on, because you say, God, I'm going to lay this on the altar. I promise you. Amen. As the old folk used to always say, come to the altar. Come on, come and receive Jesus. Come on. In the Baptist church, we had altar prayer because something will happen when you come to the altar and lay it at the feet of God. Or, or if there are altar attendants, come on, elders and preachers, they will agree with you because the power of the altar will allow every prayer that you pray pray to be heard. The prayer of agreement will work in your favor. Come on, shout with me the power of the altar. Abraham established an altar for God. Isaac, Genesis 26, verse 24 to 25. Genesis chapter 26, verse 24 to 25. And the Lord appeared to him in the same night and said, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Do not fear for I am with you. I will bless you and I will multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. Verse 25. So he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord and he pitched his tent there and there Isaac's servants dig a well. Elohim. He pitched an altar. He established or erected an altar. You want results, you got to build an altar. Moses, Exodus 17. Verse 14 through 16. He named the altar. I built an altar. And I said, God, you are Jehovah Jireh. I have a house, real estate situation. I built an altar and call upon the name of God what I need him to do. I built an altar. I call him Jehovah Rapha. You are my healer. You got to build it. Be specific. I called this young man as a successful athlete. I he built an altar for God. I called upon the God of my destiny, the God of my provision, the God of my favor. I called upon him, and he named the altar. All the days of his life, nothing will be impossible for him. Nothing will be unreachable if he learned the principles of an altar. In Africa, Javon knows little kids come to the altar. They bring seed at the altar while the preacher's preaching. Young old mothers come with their children and they lay on the altar. The Africans knows when you have a prophet that speaks to you, you get on your knees. Wherever it is, it could be in airports, it could be in malls. It does not matter. I want the grace 
That's on you, man of God. Come on, they understand the reverence of an altar. Are you with me? Come on, they understand, they understand certain practices, understand sacrifice. They understand the blood of chickens and goats and lamb. They understand it. Come on, those practices still exist today because, because if there's no sacrifice, there's no power. Come on, unless there's an altar, something laid on the altar, there is no activation of power. Come on, he erected a living altar because on the altar, there are living elements that has to die. Come on, could it be God? That's why God said, Abraham, come on, bring me your only son, the one you love, and lay him on the altar because God, come on, Abraham knew unless I bring God a sacrifice, come on, he will not show up. But what God asked for was a hard thing. But because Abraham trusted God, he brought him Isaac and he laid Isaac come on, on the altar and then God spoke. Do not kill him. God was speaking when you laid on the altar. Y'all not saying nothing. Then God spoke when you laid the sacrifice. We want to hear from God, but we're not putting nothing on the altar that you establish in God. Are you receiving tonight? I'm almost done. Saul built an altar for God. Y'all not with this is the king. He understood an altar. Without an altar, God won't speak to you. You are the living altar. You have to beat life into God. Second Samuel chapter 18. David, this is David's way. And David erected an altar to the Lord on the thrusting floor. David established an altar uh, for God, so on and so forth. So these are examples as I come to my climax of what I brought to you today. Uh, David established an altar for God. When in critical crisis, he established an altar for God. The power of the altar. Where we have missed it is there's no altar. Well, you may say, man, God, how, how can I have an altar for God? Well, I can only I can't tell you how to establish your altar. Well, what is an altar? You, do you have to kill chickens and establish or build something? Absolutely not. You can have a room in your house where you say this is designated for prayer and prayer only. You can have an altar of a mantle when you pray. When you get an altar, you pray with it. That's simply an altar. God will give you a system of how to pray, how to ignite results.